What is up, guys? Welcome back. I hope you're having a phenomenal week, and I hope that I make it just a little bit better by letting you know that, yes, things are getting crazy out there. But, and crazier. And crazier, but... Dear friend, you have found a place where we wish to encourage you for just a little bit with a little common freaking sense, so come on in. My name is Chris, Green Beret medic, husband, and father. Pastor Eric, I am a pastor and executive director of a small organization in central Wisconsin. Hey, you're moving up in the world. Coming at you guys this week, we are going to wrap up our discussion on the mindsets of highly successful people. We're going to be coming at you with who's who and what's new. Got a few videos for you guys this week, which is going to be pretty interesting. Uh, and then you are going to give us a way ahead for the American church. Is that right? I'm going to work on it, All right. and we're going to do this in three seconds. Here we go. Here we go. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and move right into our big idea section this week. And for the big idea, we're going to be wrapping up our discussion on the mindsets of highly successful people. Uh, we started off week one talking about the ability to see ourselves clearly. We moved into week two talking about not falling into a victim mindset uh, and not taking no for an answer. And for this week, we're going to be moving into... The idea of morality, right? right. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, I had said last week that I thought that that was the most crucial thing for the mindset of a highly successful person, but that was really before I started doing my homework for what we were going to come back and talk about this week. Uh, I think the idea of being able to tell right from wrong and then holding yourself to that line, right, having the integrity uh, to hold yourself to a moral code. And we're not talking about, you know, Christianity at this point, right? It would be, no, it would no, be easy for you and I, especially you and I to fall into this, you know, it's like, well, it's in the Bible and you, but that's, that's not what we're talking about. It's just having a moral code, code. and then sticking to that. What do you think about that? Uh, and I've seen this, I I've been able to be around highly successful people, highly wealthy people, I've had an opportunity to be around them, and it may sound funny. A lot of times you think of uh, huge amounts of immorality that go along with them, uh, but it's really not true. That's more or less a, a TV um, type of thing. There are— Yeah, because isn't are, it funny how things always work out for people in TV and the movies? Well, and then the, they portray those wealthy families uh, on TV as as being incredibly decadent and immoral, that right. kind of thing. Now, we're not talking about wealth here. We're, we're talking about successful people that lead and that ends up leading to wealth and or, or leading to um, high levels of community type of leadership, whether you talk about a local level or or other uh, state level national level that kind of thing um which but it ends up leading into money but those people who are successful well money money is one way that you can measure it is is what one i would way, say you, you right know, but, but it's not only one everybody way. with money 
is successful is people either. Great There's time. <laughs> yes. But you have the ones who inherit it. And a lot of those have a tendency to be your decadent and moral. Yeah. They didn't work hard for mm -hmm. it. They didn't know how it was attained. It was handed to they them. They don't understand what it's actually worth. Correct. Yeah. Uh, they just spend it. That's, 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 and that's their lifestyle. Well, what do that's they say? The easy come, easy go, right? Yeah, it ends up being a part of it. But highly successful people, the ones that work, the ones that get there uh, by doing the work, have a moral code that they go by because uh, they have understood that it ends up costing them if they do not have that moral code. Uh, they try to go into the decadent and, and do that kind of thing. Um, they're going to get busted because people know who they are. When you are successful, you also have a tendency to be public. You're, you're not uh, necessarily behind um, any type of curtain that can't be seen. People are always watching you. Um, you, you see that kind of thing. It, it's, um, it may sound funny, but uh, Ocean's 13 in that particular movie, um, he, um, uh, the uh, character that owns the Vegas hotel, he's walking around and that's the thing that he keeps saying is, hey, there's cameras everywhere. Mm -hmm. People can see everything. That's for my protection. That's that's for everything else. But I have to be careful. I have a persona. I, as a successful person, I need, there's things that I need to see. Now, he was doing it for uh, his, his, well, there uh, was a, there was another code in that film, if you remember, uh, and it, it this is what I thought you were going to talk about, but remember when they keep saying to each other, they're like, there's a code among men that, that shook Sinatra's hand. And he was the, mm -hmm. he was the guy. And one of the reasons that they're stealing from him is because he took that and he threw it out and double crossed, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the Saul character anyway. Mm -hmm. And they were all warning him. They're like, don't go into, into business with that guy. He's going to stab you in the back. That's his that, MO. That's no, his no, MO. no, 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 no. There's a code among people who shook Sinatra's right. hand. And we both did that. Right. This idea that there's a, there's a moral code, even though they're, they're thieves. Which we know what we say yeah. about honor among thieves, but honor among thieves. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. these successful men have that type of code. Um, they're, you know, they don't uh, step out on their wives because it will end up costing them. They don't either do money things. or the marriage. Right. But right. costing them. Uh -huh. I, I hear it what you're cost saying. Them. It, yeah. it costs them in relationships. It costs them and, and other kinds of things. Do they eventually get they find where if it's incompatible, they find a way to try to work out through it. It still may end up in a divorce, but um, there's a way that they do it that is, is try to be amicable uh, about it. Um I, I I could rattle off four or five names of men who own businesses and very highly successful. That's the way they work. In fact, little story one time uh, in a locker room, guys playing basketball with all these other guys, an owner of a of a company uh, that was really getting somewhere and a Marine military officer, by the way, um, his, his pitcher thing fell out of of his of his wallet as he was getting dressed we were all in the locker room whatever one of my uh, co-basketball players a uh, good friend reached down picked it up and he's a young buck and quite the stud too picks it up and he sees the pitcher and it's the guy's wife and he's like oh my goodness his, his name was dave dave man you are married to the hottest wife i have ever seen in my life and dave said you want her but the marriage stayed no matter how he felt because 
to be immoral with that marriage was going to cost him. His business was skyrocketing. So you're saying he wasn't happy in his marriage? Oh, when you literally say that about your wife (laughs) to a 28-year-old Adonis and, like, you want her? (laughs) No, he was not happy in his marriage. But he was faithful in his marriage. Well, you know, and he stayed that way. Your word, your word's got to mean mm-hmm. something. At the end of the day, as a man, if you don't have your word, then what do you have? You know, and I, I'm very quick to to point out to a lot of the junior guys that come up under me that to me, consistency is one of the most important attributes in a leader. I would rather have somebody who's consistent and I'm tying this to our discussion on the moral code. I'll, I'll wrap it around in the end, I promise, but I would rather have somebody who's consistent and consistently bad (laughs) than somebody who's arbitrary and all over the place. Because at the end of the day, at least you know what you're going to get with that person. You can count on them, right? To be be a certain way. Let's put that in band context. Yeah. I would rather play with not the greatest talent, but a consistent person because I'm up there on stage or rehearsal. Just showing up for rehearsal. I'd rather right? be able to play with somebody who's consistently great, but yeah. I would yeah. too. <laughs> if I have my But I'd rather choice. play with somebody who's consistent. If <laughs> yeah. he's showing up to rehearsal, if yeah. he's showing up when it's time to leave, even though it's gotta be three thirty in the morning because you're you know, you're heading out on a on a weekend show or whatever, you're you're with somebody who is going to be there time in and time out when things Yeah. That's who I want to show up with. Yeah. And I, I would I like to be somebody that's great? Absolutely. But I'll take the consistency first. Mm-hmm. And we all know that consistency breeds excellence. Those two things go hand in hand, you know. And but- let me throw this out really quick with the moral code issue. Let's also put in synonymous with that character. Right. And I want to make that word synonymous with the moral code because we say moral code and people are still are going to be thinking, oh, you know, uh, uh, righteous people and 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 uh, church people and all that. Yes, kind of, not, should that's be, not but... what we're that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> right. We're talking about people that have a consistent character, character. more moral code. Right. Yeah. And, and, and they and they stick to it. So in tying that in with the with the consistency, when you have a moral code or or a strong character that you stick to and your word is your word. Your yeses are yes. Your no's are no. You don't ambivalently or arbitrarily flip flop back and forth. You are going to be a person that is going to attract and, uh, inspire loyalty and confidence in others. People are going to want to work with you because they know Mm -hmm. exactly what they're going to get. You're, you're, you're there day in, day out. They, they can, uh, they can rely on how you're going to react in situations because they know what your code is because you, mm-hmm. your word means something and that is going, uh, it's, it's going to help you, like you said, to skyrocket, uh, you know, in whatever you take on because character and consistency breed excellence. Those, it breeds excellence, which which hand. breeds success. Absolutely. That's where we're going on it. So that's what we got for you guys, the mindsets of highly successful people. See yourself objectively and clearly. Don't fall victim. Uh, don't fall to the victim mindset, excuse me, 
and have a moral code and be consistent with it. We hope that you guys have enjoyed this discussion. Uh, we hope that it helps you. I hope that it encouraged you. And I hope that you, uh, you pick something out of it that you're able to take and apply uh, and it ultimately helps you and where you're going. Uh, if you guys like videos like this, go ahead and follow the link tree, like, subscribe, follow, depending on what platform you're on. Share the video uh, with a friend and help us grow the channel. We hope you guys stick around for the next one. All right. See you there.